Welcome to another episode of Cushion Vibes. I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for lending an ear. Um, I got a special guest here with me, man. Um, she's dope as fuck. She's, she, I don't even know, like, how to really introduce her. Uh, she's a, she's, she's lit on the gram. <laughs> um, I got, I, I got Jackie here with me. What up, Jackie? Hey, what's up? What's up? Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure. Yo, you already know. Thank you for coming in, man. I appreciate it. Um, yo, I got a couple questions for you, man. Um, right. First off. First off, we all know we're doing this quarantine shit, and this shit is annoying as hell. I know everybody is like over it, um, but I want to know like, how is it like, how hard is it like? Cause you're a mom, right? Yes, I am a mom of a six-year-old. Shout out to Jeremiah. He'll be seven in June, so it's just it's just me and him right now, taking it day by day, making the best of this quarantine, and you know it's as negative as it is with all everything that's happening in this world we're just making the best of it you know i'm having a lot of extra time that i lost with him as far as working all the time and whatnot but day by day right yeah that's yeah yeah that's really dope yo but like how hard is it like like how hard is it teaching your kid on a daily basis and like keep keeping him active and doing like certain activities because me personally like as a dad and shit like it's hard like you know what i mean like i feel like it's hard to come up with activities every day it's hard to really like sit there and teach your kid every day like it's not easy yeah so like I, for you as being like a mom like how hard is that shit? yeah i can imagine with parents having more than one kid because with one it's definitely a lot you know and especially the parents who who are used to you know, working full-time and coming home and maybe just checking their homework and making sure that they're good but now it's really more one-on-one with teaching and me myself i am a teacher i teach first grade um at a charter school in newark so, shout out to the teachers yeah, shout out to the <laughs> right you know now all the parents are realizing how how hard we work not with just one two three kids with a whole you know a class of maybe 30 31 so it's you know it's definitely difficult day by day teaching my son but we make it work how you know how we set it up was really breaking it up you know his work in total takes about three to four hours but we don't just sit the three to four hours straight through you know we'll do a couple assignments here and there and then you know he'll have lunch and i'll have him you know do some fun activities on you know there's a lot of activities on youtube so some of the parents you know listening in um, aren't aware there's go noodle um, there's just dance they can do on YouTube so I definitely recommend you know just having them work towards something um, so telling them you know have an incentive you know do these uh, do two of these assignments and then you can take a break um, because it's they're over it too you know whether they're six no, or yeah. a teenager they're waking up and you know no one really likes I mean, at a younger age, they like to go to school and play with their friends and whatnot. But teenagers and middle school, high school, they they don't want. The only reason they really want to go to school is to to hang out, you know. So they don't have that anymore. Yeah. Definitely with the right, with the right. splitting it up, um, making it seem like it's just not them sitting down all day doing work. That's definitely important. So that's what I do with my son. 
we split things up. Um, he'll do work, he'll do something fun, go back to work, and it splits it up for the parents too, you know, because I, I also, like I said, I am a teacher, so I have things I have to do with my my students and their parents because at a charter school, you know, they the parents are able to call us. You know, I had parents calling me today on a Saturday. <laughs> so it's it's definitely <laughs> I let them know you know, you know what they're what assignment they're talking about, my laptop's closed, trying to give them a hint, like it's Saturday, you know, I'm off. But um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. We do want what's best for for the kids. So um as a mom, yeah. you know, I work about when I am teaching we're there from about six in the morning till five, you know? So I'm working maybe a little, 12 hours a day. And I, you know, I pick up my son in aftercare and then I'll do some homework with him. But I always wanted more time to do that work with him, especially as mm -hmm. so now I have that time and can teach him the way I want to teach him. Not saying that, you know, his teachers aren't doing their job, but it's just, you know, it's different, different dynamic. So I'm definitely taking advantage of this and you know, it stinks. We can't go out and, and about, but you know, I'm I'm finding yeah. positives within this quarantine as well. So. Yeah, because I was just talking about that last time. I was just talking about how like it's not only hard for like if you have one kid, you know, teaching and and like things like that. But if you have like you know more than one, more than two kids, and they're different in age, like that's difficult as hell. Right. It's always you different. Know what I mean? so. Different work. You know, it's it's a lot. Yeah. I would say that yeah. like, it's it's tough with when they're younger because it's harder for them to navigate through the the site that they need to use. You know, they have to yeah right pictures of the assignment and email it to them, and it's it's a lot for you know elementary um, age. But you know, as far as middle school and and high school, I would hope that the parents don't really need to be on them like that. Of course, helping them and stuff, but. It may be a little bit easier when they get older to just navigate through things on their own. So that's that mm -hmm. us, but it's definitely a lot for parents because some parents are home working too. So it's I, exactly exactly can't wait for this. To that's be a big. I think that's a big point too. Like uh, not only that, but you also have to maintain a job being at home if you're not an essential an essential worker. Right. So, like, I feel like that's like that's like double time. Like, that so working the schoolwork, making the meals for them. You know, they can't just go to lunch and have that meal prepped. You know, so it's like, you know, you're cooking extra for them now and making sure they have their meals. And it's mm -hmm. it's a Definitely. lot. It's a lot, but you know, um, said it's it's been it's it's been it's been nice on my end though. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, kudos to to you uh, for maintaining that, and for for anybody out there that's maintaining that uh, that you know that on a daily basis. Yes, that's, I understand how difficult that is as a as a mother, and let alone as a single parent. You know what I mean. So, like, I my hats are all to anybody who is doing that. You know what I mean. Even for the for the parents who aren't single, like my hats yes. is off to you. Right, it's a whole new schedule. So you know, keep keep you know maintaining that positive energy. That's all we could do. Facts. Um, so let's get into a little bit of more of a uh, of an active uh, part. <laughs> yes, I'm down so, with that. Eating <laughs> <laughs> stuff. So you let me ask you something. You work out, right? I do. I do a lot. Okay. So, what's some of your what's some of your workouts that you do? Like, what's some of what's some of the things that um that that you get into on a daily basis? 
Yeah. Um, well, you know, another thing that I made positive out of all this is that I have the time. You know, I was always right. in and out of the gym, in and out of certain diets and stuff, but it's hard. You know, like I, I mentioned earlier, working about 12 hours a day, coming home, and then mom, I can't really like leave him to go and go to the gym. You know, by that time, the day the daycares at the gym are closed. So now, staying home, there's there's, there's just no excuse. You know, so mm -hmm. it made me um, push myself a lot um, these past couple months. So as far as working out. Um, I ordered a lot of bands um, that are really effective. You know, instead of uh, weights, are they're pretty expensive. So ordering ordering the ordering the bands, it kind of, you know, it works out. You know, you order a door anchor, you put you put the the piece in the door, and then just pull the bands, work different things. You know, your back, your your thighs, tries, arms, legs, a lot of calisthenics, a lot of a lot of workouts with your body weight. You know. In the beginning of yeah, yeah. everything, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. There's so many people on Instagram posting different workouts. But um, as of now, the past two weeks, actually, I joined a challenge. Um, it's called a Heat Challenge, and it's been, you know, shout out to that challenge. Um, it's been, it's a six week challenge. I accomplished two weeks, so woo woo. Um, and you know, <laughs> hey, that's what's up. <laughs> Hold on, let's take a minute. That's what's up. Yes, that's yes. What's up. Not a lot of people can stick to their to their uh to their routine, but uh that's dope that you're that you're able to. Yeah. That's really dope that you're able to. I was getting bored of everything I was doing, so why not join a challenge to really push myself? I love challenging myself and having something to work towards. So um in this challenge you can win some money. So the coach does give out twenty five thousand, so five thousand each person, each winner, I guess you could say. Um hey, get the bag, get the bag. Yeah, the money's good. The money's good of course, but um, you know, I'm I'm just changing my lifestyle, you know. So I have a meal plan. I'm doing a bunch of workouts as far as watching the coach in videos, doing cardio. Um, and then he also does live workouts on Instagram that I do as well. And like I mentioned, a lot of band work to really like strengthen my muscles and whatnot. So as far as workouts, I mean, at home, all you really need is just that motivation, that drive and the equipment you know simple equipment as far yeah. as the bands as far as like resistant bands i mean as far as just instagram watching videos writing down plans eating healthy too because you know a lot of people think yeah. oh is, wait let me just work out work out work out work out but there's so much more to it like it all abs it's fine it's found in the kitchen you know that's from that's the start and that's that's a hard thing to do, a hard thing to maintain, a hard thing to gain knowledge on. So um, you definitely have to have to maintain that consistency for sure. So that's just, you know. But, what you, but, but as for you yourself, right? Mm -hmm. How do you how do you keep yourself motivated, especially at a time like this? Like, how do you keep yourself like focused, driven and like like um, wanted to get to a certain goal because it's easy to 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 wake up one day and be like you know what i'm gonna do this it's easy for um how do you say it? Uh, a moment motivation you know what mm -hmm. that means right yes mm -hmm. you know what uh, you know so you you know that like it's hard like in a moment it sounds like, good in i got this time. yeah no that's one of yes. the things that's like actually speak louder than words you can just you can wake up and be like you know Nah, I won't start today. I'm gonna start tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, you keep pushing it off, pushing it off. But it, that's hard for, for me myself. It's just, you know, I, I grew up being an athlete. So I was always active. I love sports. 
I love working out, you know. Um, the motivation is just really, the, it comes with self-love. You know, you have to love how you look, love how you feel. And once I feel that I'm losing myself and I get to that point, I'm just like, no, like I need to focus. And it ends up being after week, week one of that, you know, working out and that, that week one is the hardest week. And once you get through that, it becomes a routine, you know, like for instance, um, in this challenge, the weekends are supposed to be like rest days for us, you know, because we work so hard Monday through Friday. But right. it just drilled into my routine, into like when I wake up, it's like you're used to it. You don't think about it like an addict, or like, you know, someone who's addicted to just smoking bogeys, let's just say, and they wake up. <laughs> they need that coffee, they need, you know, to smoke after, you know, and it's like, <laughs> that's a routine for them for me you know i'm not i don't i don't i don't smoke weed i don't smoke bogeys you know i smoke my hookah um i don't i wouldn't say i need it but like with working out it's like i woke up today i'm like oh crap you know i'm supposed to rest but i knew someone was posting um a live workout and i did it because it just felt like it wouldn't my, my day wouldn't be complete without doing it so that's the motivation and just seeing my progress too you know taking your before and after yeah. is important and you know, I'm definitely not where I want to be. And like, I'll look in the mirror and just be like, oh, damn, I still have these roles. I still have this. I still have the backpack. I still, you know, and that's something that uh, it just discour it's discourages a lot of people. And that's what makes them give up because a lot of people think and hope that they work out for that week or two weeks or even a month and they wake up and they still see that same, like, you know, that same area not changing, you know, but it is. And that's. Yeah, you know, yeah. One area is going to change before the other. So yes, myself, I look and I'm just like, oh, this isn't, I'm not, you know, where I want to be. But I think like, all right, I've only been in this challenge for like two weeks and I'm seeing progress. So I'm going to stick mm -hmm. with it. You know, that's just my drive. It's, it's been like that for, from, you know, since I could remember being an athlete and just, you know, you're losing a game. You're not going to give up. You're going to keep fighting. So you just have to have that fighter's mentality and that go-getter mentality and that's just something i kind of um i kind of was born with so it's hard to nah, keep I, I, once you I, start I, I, yeah 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 definitely because i i um i recently started like trying to work out for like 30 minutes at least a day that's like, all you at need least, like at you least need. at least to commit commit myself to like 30 minutes a day mm -hmm. and like um as far as like working on my diet like i kind of like cut out soda for like two months now so Good. Like, i'm starting to cut out like little so shit, you know what i mean soda's definitely my thing yeah yeah sugar sugar in general like i'm trying to cut out sugar completely in general so like i just want to start little by little so like mm -hmm. i understand i understand when people look at look at themselves in the mirror and that progress is like you know what i mean they feel like it's not it's not they feel like they're not progression progressing mm -hmm. but like you know what i mean like you said you are you know what i mean it didn't take it, something different you know you're doing something different for yourself regardless if you don't see and i tell a lot of people like don't don't worry about that scale you know like yeah. I, I saw the other day of, of one of my girls she, she's thin she's always been thin and she had two babies and she posted a picture on the left and she was like 109 pounds and on the right she's like 115 and the 109 she's not even ripped the 114 115 pound picture she has a six pack and everything you know and I say that to mm -hmm. say that like the the scale 
it, it, it matters to a certain extent, but you're going to drive yourself crazy. Like I was going to order a scale off Amazon. I was like, you know, what? I'm not even going to do that. I don't even know how much I weigh now. You know, the last time I weighed myself was when we were, I was last in school, which was what, like two months ago or so. Other last time, it's like, sometimes I, that'll drive you crazy. But at, at least as long as you're doing something different for your health, like for what you said, cutting out the soda, cutting out the sugar, that yeah. is what and everything else will come after that you know everything slowly but everyone's body's different you know you can't compare yourself everyone's so genetic for, different right so for the people who are who are listening for the people who are who wants to work out and wants to change their lifestyle when it comes to like you know uh working out and stuff like that what are some of your suggestions to give to them that they're doing? like somewhere where they can start uh, i would say to start is just to know your goal, know what you want. So say if it is losing weight, okay. Say if it is toning up your body, say if it is even wanting to gain more weight, because there's a lot of people out there who are always grew up, you know, genetically just like super skinny and they eat everything in the world and they can't gain, but there's just so much that, that goes with that, you know? So like, just writing down that goal and starting off small, just like you said, and you hit it, you know, just starting off small, not throwing everything, you know, not making impossible goals. Make a goal that you are able to meet. So yeah. if it is, let me just, um, for example, my goal for this week is, um, let's see, walking for 15 minutes. Even 15 minutes, if it's nice outside, let's say. 15 minutes around your block, that's it. That is going to start you with your routine. And that's going to start you with your motivation. Okay, so if, if, if it's cold outside, let me do yoga for 15 minutes or put on a YouTube video and do a 15 minute, 15 minute cardio routine. Okay, make that your goal for that week and make sure you do that every single day. Okay, and then the following week, put something else, throw something else in there. Okay, now I'm going to do maybe 20 minutes of cardio and 20 minutes of ab core work okay and then you just add it slowly slowly but i would mainly suggest is just writing down your plan i'm a i'm a pencil to paper person if it's on paper it has to happen <laughs> you know like that's real life <laughs> you can't like <laughs> happen but that could be the virgo in me too like i'm the type of person that i'll make a um a checklist and i'll write down what i already did so i could cross it off because you just feel accomplished you know, no, so yeah. set the time you're going to do it. Set the, you know, especially when all of the, all this is over, we're going to be working again. Set that time that when you come home, feed your child, if you have a child, do whatever you got to do and focus on yourself as well. Some people tend to forget themselves. So my main suggestion is if you want to start a healthy lifestyle and everything is just know your goal, make it a, a goal that's possible for yourself. Not for not, you know, not thinking of the overall and six months goal. Think about the now goal. What can you do now to, to, to better yourself? What are you going to take away from your diet? If you drink soda all the time, like you mentioned, or if you're drinking alcohol every day um, and not enough water. All right, I'm going to cut out soda. I'm only going to drink water from now on. Cool. Drink about a gallon a day. They say that you're supposed to drink half of your body weight. So if you mm. weigh, say, 140 pounds, you should be drinking 70 ounces of water and it's 15, 15 additional ounces every like 20 minutes you work out, say. 
Um, and then just focus on that too, you know? So definitely just write down your plan and, and it'll all come together. But you have to want it. You definitely have to want it when you're ready. Sometimes people think they're ready, but they're, they have to be mentally and physically ready. Emotionally too, because it's a change. It's a- I'm telling you. I'm telling you that moment motivation gets a lot of people. It's like it stinks because you know I, I sell product, I sell Herbalife, and that's um, shout out to Herbalife. That's you know Herbalife. it's a diet that I was able to do after I had my son because I was always working like two to three jobs at once, you know. So that's something right. that you drink shakes during the day and you eat a healthy meal, and that works for me. You know, that diet works for me. It may not work for everybody, but it works for me. But in order for me to start buying the supplies and everything, the products, I need to mentally prepare myself. You know, like you have to prepare yourself and you have to know what you're getting yourself into. So yeah, that's really, it's hard to, it's hard to, um, it's hard to sell the product because like you said, that, that motivation in that moment, you know, that person, mm-hmm. I might take an hour out of my day to explain every product to them and they're interested in and I don't hear from them anymore. I'm not the one to beg yeah. to change your life. I'm definitely one to motivate and to guide you through it, but I can't, I cannot instill the motivation I have as much motivation, motivation I have into you. You have to want it yourself. Yep, you definitely gotta want it. Listen, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna, when we come back, we are going to get into some other things, people. We're going to get into relationship, lifestyle, uh, future goals and stuff. So stay tuned. Welcome back, people. Thank you. Thank you. If you made it this far, I appreciate it. Um, we're going to get into some relationship advice. Jackie, you got any relationship advice when it comes between, you know, uh, first of all, what has been, what has been your longest relationship? You know, what's crazy that this topic is relationship advice and I feel like I need the most at this point. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, my relationship was, it was on and off for about 12, 13 years. You know, we were together since, um, from starting in high school, I was, Uh 14 I was 15 that was a solid like four years lasted through college until my senior year of college broke up you know that thing got back together had a child and lasted again for another two years straight and then you know I had to end things and I was broken up we were broken up for for three years and you know I recently just just tried it again you know you want to try for your family and everything so I tried it out again this past summer and that lasted a couple months, but um, in gen, in, in all, uh, overall, like 12, 12, 13 years on and all, and that was my only relationship. So, damn, that's uh, I've I've never made it that far. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, on and off, we had the three solid years broken up. So, um, yeah, okay, yeah, I feel you, I feel you with that. Um, I made it a total of four years. Yeah, even six months is Uh, a lot. Once you hit that six month mark, it's serious. So (laughs) you hit you hit that. (laughs) That's what that's that's whoever they whoever they are. They say six months is serious. (laughs) You hit that six month mark, y'all niggas is ready for marriage, boy. Right, might as well, man. Especially at this age. Yeah. I mean, but if you're happy, you're happy. You know what I mean? There, there is no, uh, there is no. 
no timing to how you know to your happiness. So, mm-hmm. um, so listen, what what would you consider the difference between lusting and loving your you know loving someone your significant other? Like, what do you think the difference is with that? Because a lot of people are like infatuated with they think they you know you know that feeling when you love when you really love somebody. Yes. You really find out you really love somebody. Like, how can you tell the difference? between I that like think, and really just wanting somebody you know what i mean i like to think of as lust as um like a crush you know like okay. you just you're crushing on that person you mm-hmm. so you still could get butterflies when they're around but lust is just mainly like you look you, you like how how they look you know you like how they make you laugh um and you just you like that quality time from them you know but you're okay if they're not in your life forever you're okay if you know you might not hear from them here and there you know as far as as far as love i see it as once you know you're in love it's like you can see yourself with that person for the rest of your life and i'm speaking being 29 right now you know so if you were to ask me this at 21 or you know when we're in high school or such maybe my response would be different but as far as now being an adult loving someone is it, it's actually it's harder it's harder to find because you know at this age we, we we want we want to just be with that one person we don't want to keep breaking being with somebody for a year breaking up and then you just you, you get older you know so you loving someone is really just knowing you want to spend the rest of your life with them knowing that you they can raise your child knowing that you know you can't go through a, a positive time in your life without sharing it with them. It just, just doesn't feel, you know, something can happen and you feel 95% happy, filled with happiness. But then that other 5% is still missing because they're not there with you. Right. You know, compared to this lusting, it's like, no, I'm 100%, I'm taking that, I'm so happy. And that's all I needed was this accomp- for me to accomplish such and such, you know, but that, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Uh, I didn't mean to. Because, like, sometimes when you're missing that other half, right. it's just everything's not complete. And that's when you know you're in love with someone. You can't see yourself with someone else. You know, yes, of course, people are still going to look good. You're, you'll, you'll scroll through social media and say, wow, she's pretty. Wow, he's fine as hell. But it's just, you know, it's a picture. You know, you still can believe people are beautiful. People are handsome, sexy, fine, but you know, you have that whole, you have all of that. It, you know, you're in love with that person that, you know, you don't need anything else, anyone else. So. Because this is how I feel, all right? I feel like, I feel like when you, when you want somebody like, you know, in a sexual way or whatever, that's lusting. I feel like it's not till after, it's not till after like you, you, you've had that person you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not so after you've, you've had sex with them, you've done what you wanted to do with them and still have strong-ass feelings with them. Like, you still have be in, in, infatuated with them and still want to hang around with them and still want to, you know, want to know what's going on, want to connect with them, what's going on in their life and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you so definitely bring like, a great point with, you know, if, if we're talking I'm about... Not saying, I'm not saying that's for everybody because here's the thing. Everybody loves different Mm-hmm. And I don't think people truly understand that. I feel like the way you love isn't the way I'm going to love. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And I'm and not saying that all. Oh, that's not. I'm not saying oh, 
to treat her bad or to treat him bad. Like, I'm not saying none of that. Y'all know, y'all, everybody's an adult. You know how to treat people. I'm saying, like, when, when, after the, 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 after the, oh, we, after the, we fucked already is over. After the, the, um, you know, after I've already got it or she's already got it, it's over. And we're still, we're still after like, you I, I, that nut, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, brought up, you brought up a great point because it's like, I am, and a lot of people say it's hard to, to see that side of me, but I am that hopeless, romantic, loving, R&B listener person. Like, I, 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 I'm that person who loves romantic movies and just wish that was that was you know i could play that role or that's you know in my life so like after you have sex with someone and you see it as like all right you could get out now maybe i'll hit you up whatever like, <laughs> you can get that, out that's like maybe it's like yeah i want it again with you but i'm don't see myself ever falling in love with you because that's you talking about making love with someone is so different than just smashing somebody you know yes, so like yes you know when you're in love when you have that passionate sex and you're making love that's completely different than just smashing somebody you know so it's like that's that's another sign of you knowing that you're in love you know you just like you only want that person you you know that sex is just a different sex a different feeling and a different connection different vibe a different bond so yeah that's plus that's plus like plus that like when it comes to love it ain't just a physical thing you understand what i'm okay. saying like when it comes to love like i could i, I need to be around you 24 <laughs> 7 because if i'm not around you like i don't know what to do with myself like you know what i mean and that's the, at the same time that's dangerous that's a dangerous thing that, that's love is dangerous um I, yes is, I, I, I definitely did um it could be unhealthy it can be toxic and yeah. that's what you know but um understanding someone's love language is something that's extremely important so understanding how that person loves because that's also why some relationships don't work out because one it's like there's so much lack of communication and two there's just you don't understand your partner's love language how do you love you know like i mentioned i love by wanting to be with you all the time, wanting to share amazing moments with you, wanting to cuddle. And yes, I'm not, you know, I understand we need our space. Sometimes, you know, if we're standing on the couch, like, yeah, okay, you can sit over there, I can sit over there. But I, I love that my love language is just being with you, being next to you, sharing things with you, you know, it's like sharing moments. Thing. It's a present thing. Right. And just, you know, a, a bond as far as a friendship bond, like trusting, like being able to trust. Like I have... Uh, my, one of my girls, you know, she just got married um, last July and they're best friends, you know, like they can't really do anything without each other. But it's like not even one of those like I'll invite her and she'll be like, oh, well, you know, he has to come. No, she he's cool when he comes. It's not like I'm, I'm chilling with a married couple. It's like I'm chilling with, a, you know, they're they're cool. Yeah. Like it's just natural, yeah. natural better than natural love. You're not forcing anything. It just comes naturally. And that's when you know, that's when you know you're in love and like. I think it's important to build that friendship first and see them in their worst times, their best times. See them with no makeup on, with makeup on, out the gym, not, you know, right out the gym sweating, like wearing sweats, wearing heels. See them in every type of way and being comfortable with that way and loving them in that way. 
and that's when you know that's when you know you're in love so I, first of all i agree with everything you just said right there <laughs> because um I, I i i understand i you know what i understand love to a certain degree you know what I'm saying? I'm saying I understand. I recognize that it's a beautiful thing, but I also recognize that it can be dangerous at the same time. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because when you're in love, you're open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're somebody who like me, you know, you really don't you you don't trust easy. So I guess my next question is like trust issues. How how do you as a woman? Because you know, some men are different. And you know, men and women are different. But as a woman, how do you get? How do you get past or overcome trust issues for a relationship that didn't work out in your past, and to a relationship that you're trying to get into with, you know, a new relationship? I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, I just want to say that women, there's some, you know. There's players out there in general, whether uh-huh. you're a woman and a man. And I'm not that type of woman to say like, oh no, all niggas do this, all niggas do that. Like that's not me at all. Mm-hmm. Like I know that there are great men out there. I know there are men that cheat. I also know that there's amazing women out there. And I also know that women cheat and they can be dirty as well. So as far as me, like my past relationship really, really, um, it, it caused me to have issues with moving on within myself because not that you know I actually never dealt with the trust issues as far as like worried about if he's with a female or if he's cheating or anything he probably did you know cheat you know he's gonna take that to his grave I mean I've cheated before and I was honest about it but um that was nothing you know within the 12 13 years we were you know on and off that was not that was never really my concern I never was on him like Oh, you're with this girl. Like that wasn't anything. My trust issues come with um, just honesty, as far as just, just not even just honesty, as far as like if you're with a female, just being honest in general. You know, some people out there, and I'm just going to categorize men because I'm speaking about myself. Uh-huh. But there's some men out there who feel like they need to lie be- for the smallest things because they don't want to upset me. You know, so my past relationship, you know, he would lie about hanging out with, a, like, guys. And I knew it was just guys. And I'm just like, why, like, why did you find a need to, like, you left my house. You said you were going home. You didn't go home. You ended up chilling. But, like, that, you could have just told me you want to go chill with your friends. That was just a lie that didn't have to happen. You know? So, like, yeah. that's, that's. <laughs> to, like, yeah, no, definitely. Being honest and. My issue with like finding or getting into a new relationship is just trusting that you're not going to just up and leave. Trusting that you're not just going to break my heart. You know, that's what's really hard for me to 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 find and to to trust because it's like you pour your heart, you know, into something. And, you know, like I mentioned, as many years as I was with this one person, it's like how can I trust that that next person we're not going to be together, say, five years and then that's it? You know, like, because I know I'm at the age now, and especially being a mom, I don't want a man in and out, in and out of my life. 
and I need a consistent, I don't need, I would like a consistent man in my mind and my son's life. So not only is it hard for me to trust someone to be there for me, but it's also 10 times harder to trust someone who's going to be there for my son. And I'm not saying you have to be a full stepdad. He doesn't have to call you dad. You know, my son has a father. Right. You know, it's like, I need, I, I want to be able to trust someone to be able to show my son what it takes to be a man, you know, since his father is in and out of his life, you know? So yeah. like, I want to trust that you're not going to just up and leave when you want. And I want you to be able to communicate with me. I want to trust that you're able to communicate with me. You're able to just tell me what am I not doing or what am I doing that you that you don't like? You know, just having that, that's really what, what I lack of trust. It's not even the cheating and any of that, which is common for a lot of, a lot of women. Um, it's just really just, you know, I, I think I was, I went through a lot of like tra traumatic things in my life, especially because I was, I started at, and a young, you know, I was 15 in a relationship. You know, he was my first and he was all I knew at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I'm not sure how to go about the next ones. You know, like sometimes there'll be, you know, I, I've talked to people and it's like, they won't respond for like three, four hours. And my, my old, my past relationship comes to haunt me. Cause I'm just like, oh, what is he doing? You know, cause that's what my ex always did. Like, even when I was pregnant, I went, I went through an amazing pregnancy, like health-wise, but emotionally, like I was more worried about his father than my the, the baby in my stomach. Cause I was worried about what he was doing, why isn't he responding and stuff. So sometimes, you know, I am self-aware of it, but I do end up, you know, bringing my past relationship into what I'm trying to work on, you know, now. You know, if they take hours to respond, it's not like I'm that female, like, well, what were you doing? Why are you taking this long to rub? But it's just like. I see it as if I'm able to work all these hours in a day and I'm able to come home to my son and still make time, why aren't you able to? You know, it goes both ways and it's just like consistency. That's yeah. what I need to have. It's just like, you, you, you know, that You make time for who you want. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So when I see that they're not making that time, I'm just like, man, you know, if you're not going to give that 110, that's a red flag. If you're not consistent, if even if you tell me you're not a type of person who on your phone or texting you don't like to text you prefer to call be consistent with that you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i know that you're going to not respond consist consistently but if you're, there's a day that you're responding right away i'm going to think like you're able to do it so why aren't you doing it because sometimes you might not feel like it you know i know when i'm with somebody i'm going to feel like responding you're going to be the one person i want to talk to all the time of course we need our space yes yes but that that consistency is that because you start to wonder like is he getting tired of me is she getting tired of me like you know did i do something wrong like you know no nah, i definitely feel that uh my trust issues probably would be the same as everybody else's <laughs> you know what i mean mine's are like you know like Nah, I gotta know if you're make sure you're not cheating and shit like that. So like that's Does that a, come from does that come from your past relationship? Yeah. Especially like especially when I was in high school. Like like I was, I dealt with somebody for a year when I was in maybe like a year or two when I was in high school. Um mm -hmm. and like my senior year, our last year, like, you know what I mean? I, I cheated on it or whatever. 
and I was just like, ah, like that shit, that shit stung different. Like, you know what I mean? And it kind of made me cold for a couple of years after that. But I had to learn how to mature. You know, I had to give myself time to mature, and especially when it comes to love and stuff like that. So I think I've gotten better at it. You know, I feel like that's the hardest trust issue to have is cheating because you're you're. It's something to be. It's so hard to. It one, not saying you, but you know, some people can can turn that issue into a controlling issue. Yeah. You know, the last thing you want to do is take that trust issue and turning it into you controlling your woman or you controlling your man. You yeah. know, because like yeah. I feel like that issue can be cured by a simple form of communicating. You know, like letting letting each other know what you're doing. You know, and being honest with each other. Like even the smallest things. I know I was always too honest in my past relationship to the point. You know, when I was in college, I would let my man know what I'm wearing or let my man know someone grabbed me to dance with me or let him know. Like, my girls always used to tell me, like, you don't not need to let him know every single thing. But I felt like I was wrong if I didn't. Right. You know, so I definitely do that. But I still have that guilty conscience that it's like, I feel like he should know, you know, because that also builds that trust as well. He always knew that I was always going to be honest. That's one thing. Like, regardless if I cheated or not, I was honest about it. And I, was, I always kept it 100. And that was, you know, a form of my guilty conscience as well. But having that trust issue, I mean, that, that, that trust issue as far as cheating, that's definitely something a lot of people, a lot of people need to work on. Um, yeah, because... And I feel like once you, once you find that person, hopefully you guys can come, you know... Yeah, because I feel, have that I feel like worry. I feel like that that like you know a lot of people well you were in high school so you should like you know you should you should get over that but like it's it's just that feeling that I don't want to ever go back to you know what I'm saying like it's just yeah, a feeling you're that, in high I mean, school but you feel old enough to remember that you know yeah, definitely I remember the, this that shit stung different like <laughs> that shit stung different I say I say you know for for people with that um you know the trust issue as far as cheating just let them know that's another part of of learning their love language as well or, or learning their their history as far as you know what how were you hurt in the past you know to make sure that you work on that to, so you don't have to feel that hurt you know like be honest be honest once you start to communicate with someone once you're starting to feel each other you know you know just let let them know i've i've been cheated in the past and that is something that i've i've been struggling with as far as trying to get into another relationship you know and if if they see it as like oh damn yo this nigga about to be crazy then that person wasn't meant for you Excellent. you know like if, if someone doesn't respect that like i will let it be known you know if if i end up getting into another relationship i'll let it be known yes i will let them know my past i will let them know for to a certain extent i will let them know what i've been through because i mean my past is a long time you know the whole 13 years say and I have a child with this person, it's like, of course I'm going to have to let them know a lot about that past. Um, but hopefully with me telling him, he's not going to say like, oh, you know, she's broken or all of this. No, like I don't need anyone to fix me. I just want to be able to match with someone and and build with, you know, like I want them to be aware. So for instance, like for people who say uh, they didn't grow up with a father in their life, a lot of people like that, say a lot of women they end up trying to find the man to play that father role. yo that is you very know? important that please speak on that because that is yeah. very important like women 
not just women, but anybody with daddy issues, that's important. Yeah, so just knowing that, you know, being aware of that, you know, and I actually ended up reflecting on that. Like, you know, my parents divorced when I was eight, my mom remarried my stepdad, but I never had, I always had that financial provider as, you know, as a father, uh-huh. but I never had like that physical, emotional daddy daughter time. You know, like as far as like, you know, him telling me, you know, helping me if I'm crying, if I'm hurt over a man, him telling me that, you know, guys ain't crap when I'm in high school, you know, like, giving me all the daddy, daddy. you know, yeah. like I didn't have that. I taught myself and experienced things on my own, which is why my son's father and I were so close because he did play that, I guess, father role as far as making me feel comfortable and safe, like a father should do at that time. So now at this age, it's important for me to remember that, you know, like I'm not looking for a, a, a dad, you know, I'm looking for a partner. And sometimes it's hard for people to be aware of that. And that's why sometimes relationships fail because it's like, if that woman feels like that man's not 110% always, you know, helping her, guiding her, with her all the time and like all that like that's when she just feels alone again and then that's when it hits her again like with her daddy issues and it's just like oh he's gonna be the same way he's gonna leave too because you know and that's something i had to um had to be aware of and and grow and reflect on because um yeah i i agree i agree with that um 100 because i you know as for as for a man like myself or whatever because i had a stepdad i had a stepdad in my life you know he's married to my mom been married to my mom since i was like uh, 13 but been in my life since I was a baby <laughs> so um you know I knew I knew my real dad but I never I didn't fuck with my real dad because he was because he was in and out of my life like that you know what I mean so um yeah. you know my dad is my stepdad that's that's my nigga like that's always been my nigga or whatever but when it came to like you know learning how to you know after I got cheated on whatever uh you know high school and shit I just got I went through the stage where I just didn't give a fuck like you know what I'm saying and you know for those who know, like when you're hurt, you know, whenever you're hurt in a relationship, that's a different type of hurt. So, you know, certain people handle it differently. Some pe- certain people take the time out to heal and whatever. I wasn't one of those people. You know what I mean? I was on to the next girl. I was on to the next girl. The girl after that. The girl after that. I just didn't care. Like, it was just whatever. Like, I'm going to hurt you. It is what it is. You know, and that was just some weak nigga shit. Like, you know what I mean? I was on some weak nigga shit. I'll just say that. That's I mean you're admitting it and you're aware of that and that's that's what's important. That's the only way you're gonna be able to grow. And it's it's a it's a natural thing to do. Take your pain and take it out on others. But being aware of it and being willing to change from it, that's that's even that's even stronger. So kudos to you. Yeah, but it it took time. That's what I'm saying. So I wish that I would have took the time out to fully heal like that. You know what I'm saying? Before I went and hurt, you know, a lot of good girls and shit like that. But yeah, but you said when you were in high school, right? I mean, you're still a kid. You know, like I'm still learning. We're st- how old are you? I'm 28 now. Okay, we're still learning at 28, 29 years old. You're learning every single day, and you learn through experience. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and even being a mom, it's like my son's—he's going to get hurt. I'm going to want to be that mom to beat that girl's butt. If she ever hurts my son, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you have to learn from it. You know, there's just so much that you know. As parents, we can do. You know, we were kids at one point, and we listened to our parents one in one ear out the other, and we should we have probably 
you know, have ex experienced things like, man, I should have listened to my teacher. I should have listened to my mom. We didn't, but we had to deal with or experience whatever we experienced to learn from it. They can tell us, they can say, you know, he's going to hurt you or don't go into college in a relationship because it's not going to work out. Da, da, da. But you're not going to believe it or know how it feels until you experience it. And that's just a life lesson in general. So, I mean, you experienced it. You dealt with it the way you yeah. dealt with it. And now you, you're changing from it. So yeah. you had to go through the experience to know how to change and how to Definitely. grow. Um, I agree with that 100%. Although I don't agree for the people who's listening. <laughs> I don't agree with the way I dealt with it was, was the right way. But I have matured. <laughs> I have matured. <laughs> real quick uh i want to get into the difference between um you know the, the what you think the difference is between boys and men and girls and women hmm. I, all right so i'll go ahead i was gonna say you know you know, sim I'll just keep it simple. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, um, like I, when we were talking about, you know, how I was dealing with things, I feel like I was acting like a little boy. <laughs> you feel me? But, you know, learning how to love a woman correctly, I feel like that is men's status. You know what I mean? Having your shit together, that is men's status. Stepping up to a situation where you're taking care of a family, whether it's yours or not, that is a man's status. You understand what I'm saying? I feel like you know, using women, uh, pretending like you love them when you really don't, leading them on, that is a boy, that's some boy shit. You know what I mean? That's a boy mentality. I definitely agree 110%. I mean, I mean, we could tie in boy and girl, you know, it's the same stage, different sex. But um, <laughs> I, like that. I would I say like that. in that, <laughs> I would say like, you know, boys and girls, it's like, like you said, they, they just want to play. As a boy and a girl, you just want to play. You're a child. You know, you don't, you don't, you're not ready to settle. You just want to play with people's heads just to satisfy yourself. You're only thinking about yourself, you know, compared to a woman and a man who are selfless and they are thinking about what they're getting into so they don't have to hurt someone else. Now, of course, you got to think about yourself first, but as a man and a woman, you also have to know you're bringing someone else into your life and you don't wanna put that hurt on them, you know? So, and also just having, being goal oriented as well. As a boy, as a boy or a girl, it's like, you're just living in that moment, cool, you know, that that's it, living in that moment. But as a man and a woman, every choice that you make, you know it's going to affect, affect your future. Yes. Um, a positive way or a negative way you know so you knowing and being self-aware of everything is it's it's you forming into a man and a woman because you know there's consequences to everything you know so you being you having the goals you have you being motivated to do better you know you knowing that you're an adult finally yes of course a man a woman they can go out they can go party you know i'm a mom i i i you know before all this quarantine i would have a night to myself to go out and still you know dance to that club music and dance to that spanish music and just still be myself because you have to remember yourself too and take care of yourself and your needs as well right. as a person you know but being a woman i do know 
I have, I still have responsibilities. You know what I mean? I'm not a girl and I'm not going to just chill, party, whatever, whatever, wake up the next day at five o'clock <laughs> you know, in the evening. You know, no, I know what I'm getting myself into. I've made mistakes as a woman myself, but I know that I, I, I'm aware of my mistakes and I am aware of how to heal past those mistakes and how to just grow from those mistakes. I feel like so a, being a man, in, I, that's just, just right. Aware. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm a viejo. <laughs> I'm a grandpa because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't be going out like even before this quarantine shit. My life was quarantine. Like, I don't be going out. Yeah. Doing shit. Like, it's probably different now. You can't go out, so you now you're not allowed to. Even if you were yeah, over, yeah, yeah. you knowing that you go out, it's it's definitely yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a grandpa, but I mean, that's <laughs> that's definitely cool too. I mean, everyone's different, especially based off your your zodiac sign too. Like you know, some people just want to stay Yo, in. But, but, you know, they're introvert. Like, you know, I'm a people person. You know what I mean? I have a great personality. Like, you know, like I can, if I'm around people, like I, I have a great personality. I could talk to you, whatever. But I don't like people. You know what I'm saying? I'm a people person who don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't... I feel you. I feel, I feel it's also, it's, a, it's the vibe. It's the vibe that you're around. You can sense, you know, like I can't just, I mean, I'm a people person as well. I'm very outgoing. I give people ch- chances until they, they mess right. it up, you know? So I'm always willing to, you know, bring people into say my circle. And, but once you mess that up, that's that, you know? Like don't, because I'm such a nice person that it's like, I wouldn't do something to hurt you. So don't do anything to hurt me. And once you do, right. that's it. I'm not saying I'm gonna hold a grudge. Like, yeah, I'll say hi to you, whatnot. But like, no, you know, like I'm not, I, I'm at the age that I don't need to, you know be best friends with everybody you know i've lost so many friends yeah. in my life and that that's just that woman mentality you know I like i don't a, I, I think that's i'm good thing, should... like i feel like the older we get you know what i mean i feel like when we're younger we started off with a bunch of friends and like the older we get like it's like you know like it, our circle is like it's, it's just us <laughs> it's literally just I mean, you go, you go out of people too. You go out of people. You go out of your relationship. Like that's what happened in my relationship. I kind of grew out of him. Like I had other right. plans, and that's what happened. I mean, I have. There's people in high school that the, the, a group of guys that still hang out with. They, they were the same group from high school, and they still chill with each other till this, to this day, day, every day. I mean, day. I, you, <laughs> I guess you could wonder, like. Did you guys, are you, or is there any self grow if, you know, but I mean, they're all doing their thing. They're all, you know, have jobs, you know, so sometimes it works that way too. But as far as the people who lose friendships, I don't see that bad either because it's like, it's bound to happen to a certain extent, you know, like you're bound to grow out of each other. You're bound to have different goals, different mindsets. You're bound to realize what you want out of your life and then you end up realizing like this person's not going to help me grow you always want to chill with somebody who's at your level or yeah. beyond your level so you can match level you know what i mean like you don't want to chill with somebody who you know you're, you're chilling with them and then someone's looking at you like what like this grown woman's chilling yeah. with a little girl and i can tell because those acting or how this little boy's acting you can tell a grown woman a grown man at a club compared to a little boy and a little girl. Yeah. You can tell that what, off what Big Sean say? He was like, I don't lost friends who've been with me since Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was hard, that was hard. That was hard. I felt that though. 
but yeah, I feel like you know I've lost friends that I've never that that I thought I would never lose. Like you know what I mean? I've, I've lost relationships that I thought I would never lose. Because they're in the boy, they're in that boy mode, and you turn into yeah, a grown man. That's just what it is. <laughs> Learning from your Listen, mistakes. Listen, I got one more question for you, and I'm gonna let you go because I know you're busy and I know you got <laughs> shit to do. Um, future goals. You got any future goals as of now? As of now, my future goal is to really just get more into my passion of sports of softball softball i grew up playing softball and cheering you know i did i I was a a big time boy but i also put my little skirt on and i cheered as well all through college and softball specifically is something that i would say not to sound cliche excuse me it's something that really saved my life and i say that to say because i was always that child who within my family within my household like lived behind closed doors you know, I was that person who would cry behind in my room and come out my room like nothing happened and just go to practice and just be happy again. Yeah. You know, I was that person who had that, had that leniency to be out and about in the streets. But I could have been I could have been a lot worse. I mean, I, I wasn't a bad child, but I could have made a lot of bad decisions because I kind of had that opportunity to, you know, but I didn't. Be- of the sports that I was in you know so that's why I say that it really saved my life because it's just like it pushed me to 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 achieve my goal it pushed me to even go to college I really went to college just to play softball you know and to cheer but um so my goal is really to just eventually own my own sports facility in an urban area even if I don't own it like have a partnership you know with someone who I can obviously trust and have just a facility in an urban area for children to come that I can coach, that I can just be um, a sports coach, uh, you know, a personal coach, just help them through whatever they're going through. And I say an urban area because it's like I coached in Jersey City for three oh, years lit. and so many girls, yeah, so many girls. Um, in high school, they came in as freshmen playing softball and were so talented. And I asked them, like, did you ever play before? And they said, no. And I'm just like, what? Like, imagine if you imagine if you play. Like, I started at five, but they didn't, you know, some urban areas don't have that opportunity, you know, to, to start at yeah. that age, you know, because they don't have those facilities. So I say that just because it could be their safe zone. It could be some people, like, some, some kids in an urban area, school is their safe zone. Some people don't you know, I feel bad for the ones out there within this quarantine that it's like they're home and it's sad to say they pro- they, they could be yeah. getting abused and the school the safe zone and now they don't have that and it's so hard to, and heartbreaking to think about it like that but it's, it's reality, you know so I would hope to just create something and just build something uh, a facility for them to feel safe for them to just be able to be talented and just share their talents and that's something i would love to do i would literally be going into work every single day not feeling like work and just me doing what i love to do and seeing them doing what they're they love to do or what they're going to love to do after they learn that they're so talented in it um that and just fitness goals as well i would love to go more into you know social media with my fitness motivate people coach people and 
just just share you know just share my journey so that's that's really my life goal eventually obviously get a house have more kids and you know marriage will come along that line i, I need to find love first but marriage is a scary thing but that's definitely your goal yo uh first off i want to say i admire your uh your goals you know that's really that's really dope as hell you don't you don't find too many people who want to uh you know i mean take the, their passion and help the hood out you know what i'm saying so um i really i really admire yeah. that and i think that's dope as fuck and you are going to do it you know it's not a matter of it it's just a matter of uh when <laughs> you understand what i'm saying no, no. Right, i appreciate that appreciate that yes definitely have to no, manifest definitely. that for um, sure i feel like it's, it's safe to say that you know softball and uh, baseball what you're doing is, is like therapy right yes that's <laughs> definitely is yeah, that's definitely how i feel is. about that's how, that that's, that's how i feel about um you know what i'm doing now like you know i, I try to get people you know as the season's going as i progress with what i'm doing now like i try to i'm trying to get people that you know don't have a voice or you know who just wants to be heard on here especially if they're doing something positive like you know you know i try to get on here like i want to build people up you know speak speak positivity in people life like you know what i'm saying Good. And that's important and you're doing a great thing and it's you know it's sad to say that it's like people especially in social media would rather you know double tap on a famous person's picture who they don't even know that famous person knows mm-hmm. nothing about you but you know the people like us like you know having a podcast and trying to do do better you know they they look the other way but you you can't you definitely can't let that discourage you and you just have to keep doing it for for your therapy and for other people, like you said, the people that you'll have on to have a voice. You know that can be their 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 first time sharing anything personal about their life their life, and that could be the starting point, like yeah, your podcast. Definitely. So I wish thank, you the best of luck with that. It. Hey, listen, Jackie, before I get you up out of here, yeah, final plug segment, segment, man. You got any uh future projects, old projects? You got let people know what you got going on in your life. Let people know where they can find you. Let people know what to uh what to expect. Yes. All right, so um my name is Jackie. You can find me on Instagram, left underscore I22. Um it is not from you know the left eye and TLC. It is <laughs> have that name due to me being born with a lazy eye, which is the left eye, which some people don't see all the time until I'm like super wasted. Oh, shit. Nah. No, but when I do have a couple of to see my eye you know droop a little bit or um if i'm sleepy but um yeah you can find me there left underscore i 22 i actually have a podcast we started um a couple months ago called motherhood is bs so it's motherhood bull s-h-x-t and you can find us on instagram and that podcast is just really about you know it's three moms one's married two are single and we called it that not to be negative, but just to be real as far as just speaking on motherhood and not always being perfect, not always being, you know, a lot of mothers just share out the, the beautifulness of motherhood, which it is a beautiful thing, but there's also a lot of things that we hide because, you know, some people aren't comfortable with sharing it. So that's really what our podcast is about. So definitely follow us. Um, you can follow me as well. I post a lot of um, fitness things eventually. I, I may start, you know, another Instagram page, but just all fitness once, you know, I have a plan for that. And yeah, yeah that's really sure about it. Follow her, man. She's doing great things out here. Make sure I go listen to her podcast. 
it is lit. When I tell you it's lit, it's encouraging. It's encouraging. It's, it's positivity. It's something to talk about. Um, so y'all go follow her. It, yo. Yes, and it's also, I just want to throw in there, it's also not even about just motherhood, like mother things. You know, we talk about life things. And, you know, our, our last episode, we had three men on it talking about their personal life you know th- views on marriage and and everything like that so um i appreciate you for having me on on this episode for sure and no, I'm, I'm happy no, no, for no, you no, no. you're I doing great things you know um if i could get you on the show again that'd be lit in the future um i just want to thank you though i appreciate you and I want to thank all you. I want to thank all you guys You're out here for listening, and lending an ear. Y'all make sure y'all go follow her. She's doing great things out here, like I said. And um, y'all stay tuned to the next episode, man. One.